Hi, everybody. This is Kevin Clark with Valpoint Real Estate and Development down here in the beautiful Gulf Coast of Alabama. And I wanted to talk to you about whether homeownership really can increase your net worth and the net worth of your family and create financial stability versus if you're renting, let's say. Well, every three years, the Federal Reserve Board for the U.S. government puts out what they call a survey of consumer financials. And what that does is analyzes the net worth and the income generated during the year for people who have different types of situations. And specifically, what I'm going to talk about is homeownership versus renters. And they have shown that on average, the people who have had homes were looking at net worths that were 40 times greater by homeownership than those who had rentals. And what's interesting is, if you're looking at the net worth of these individuals, homeowners generally had net worth of almost $400,000, whereas the people who were renters only had a net worth of about 10000 And it's kind of amazing that way, to look at it that way. It's amazing. And, you know, the average net worth was 250 net average net worth was 258 for homeowners and only $6300 for renters and the biggest period of growth recently has been from 2019 to 2022 now a lot of that had to do with pent up demand and the access to low or near zero interest rates for mortgages and other borrowing and It's interesting because you had COVID and because of all the money being put into the economy by the Fed and the U.S. government and helping people out with all kinds of different stimulus packages. And then the pent-up demand of everybody being locked into their homes and apartments and so forth and the economy expanding, you had a lot of people going out and buying real estate and being able to do so because they they were flush with cash. Well, now that's changed, especially when interest rates have almost doubled or more than doubled. Whereas before you are in the two and a half range and now you're approaching 8%, which is, you know, getting a little bit scary for some. But the reality is some people think, oh, God, I missed the boat. If I had had a house or had a property from 2019 to 2022 and now in 23, boy, I could have make a, made a boatload of money. Well, it's still not the it's still not you missing the boat there are highs and there are lows even if the market is down a little bit you're still generally looking at appreciation of two and a half three percent all the way up to an average of eight percent any given year and many times it's far more than that as what was happening during 2019 and 2022 As I've always said, the right time to buy is when you're at the position where you are financially and emotionally and ready to go ahead and buy and you need to purchase and move into your first home or change your living situation. The right time is the right time for you. Even though interest rates are higher and it's a little harder to qualify, mortgage payments have gone up because of that, upwards of four or $500 a month. And home prices are so much higher right now, averaging 400 plus for the U.S., which is a lot of money. 
But the reality is you haven't missed the boat. You missed the boat from 2019 to 2022 if you weren't in a home at that point. But there's always booms and busts. There are the cycles that happen. You have normal growth, then you have excessive or hyper growth like we are just experienced and are still experiencing to a certain extent, even with some lessening of home appreciation. Then what you have generally is a recession, which we haven't really hit one, but that's the next step. And then finally is recovery. And when that happens, then you start getting back to more stabilized, balanced real estate markets. And then you start appreciating again. And then you have hyper appreciation. And then you go right through the cycle again. So we've had many of those cycles the last hundred years. And the fact is, is that we had a huge bust in 07, 08. And things started appreciation, especially in 2019 to 2022. Then things got so expensive now people can't afford to buy, don't want to buy. Interest rates are a lot higher than they were before, partially because they were artificially kept low by the federal government and the Federal Reserve. So now they're trying to slow down inflation by increasing interest rates and making the economy in the U.S. slow down a little bit till they get to around 2% growth, which they're getting close to. And I frankly don't think they're going to have many increases in the interest rate for the next three to six months. But we'll see. If I could be a guaranteed oracle and know all of the ins and outs and could foresee or foretell the future, I'm sure myself and Warren Buffett and uh, any of the other multi-billionaires would be running and buying or doing whatever they saw fit if they knew the future. Nobody does. The bottom line is... People who generally own homes have much more net worth than people who just rent. Now, some people, just because of their lifestyle or their current employment or life situation, don't want to purchase a home. And that's fine. Nothing wrong with it. But with rental rates being so extraordinarily high and they don't show any sign of getting cheaper, especially with the way that multifamily properties are being built, apartments and such, and the prices are just, in my opinion, outrageous. Um, I feel home ownership is still a very important facet of the economy, especially for people who can afford to do it. Good credit, you have savings, and you have the income to be able to make that purchase. Even if you're buying an entry-level home, you can eventually get the home of your dreams, but you need to start. And you do all those things we've talked about so many different times, Ultimately, find yourself a great realtor agent, get a good mortgage banker or lender, and have all your ducks in a row, ask all the questions, and you're going to be fine. I think what's important to know is is that with homeownership, not only do you have to put a down payment in most cases, unless it's a VA loan, which generally are zero down, you're going to have built-in equity, meaning the difference between what you owe and what the home is worth. And then you get what I call passive appreciation, meaning you don't do anything to the house. You simply move in, you make your payments on your mortgage, pay your taxes and insurance and so forth, and you live there and you maintain the house. You don't let it deteriorate and you do whatever is necessary to keep it in its best condition possible. The natural marketplace will, in I would say 99% of the case, you'll have appreciation of the value of your home. And if you have, let's say, a $400,000 house and it appreciates 3%, well, that's $12,000. That goes to your bottom line equity, meaning let's say you put 10% down and you've got $40,000 
as a down payment on a $400,000 home. That gives you $360,000 for a loan. And that $40,000 is what's the difference between the value of the home and the amount of loan you have is your equity. That's your money that's held within the house based on its value. Well, if you have appreciation on the total amount, that $400,000 to 3%, let's say, that's $12,000. So now your equity has risen to $12,000 plus $40,000, $52,000. Let's say it's gone up 7%. Well, that's $21,000. So that's $21,000 plus forty is $61,000. And if you live there, let's say, for five years, and that keeps compounding, meaning... The first year, let's say you get a 5% return. Well, you've made $20,000. Well, now the home is worth $420,000. Well, the following year, it's 5% on $420,000. And let's say that's another $22,000 or $21,000. And they just keep piling on to each other until eventually you're looking at a pretty substantial net value or net worth in that home that you have as equity. And interest rates may change at that point. You might be able to refinance, get your interest rates lower, get your payments lower. And then you're doing even better because if you are paying less interest, more of your mortgage payment is going toward principal, the actual balance on the loan. Because the more interest you pay, the more you pay for that interest portion of your mortgage payment. And then you have less to put toward the actual principal, the amount you borrowed. But if you're getting the balance paid down slowly and you're getting a lowered interest rate if you refinanced it, a larger amount of your mortgage payment is going to go toward the principal and not as much to the interest. And that's good for you. So there are still a lot of tax benefits to homeownership. Statistically, there are a lot of benefits for you and your family for building wealth and and financial stability with your family and home. And it improves your credit. It gives you a lot of things that you don't necessarily get with renting a property. And being, like I said, that rentals are so high and homes have valuations all over the range from very inexpensive to very expensive, you can find the home that fits your needs or that you can afford, and then you can build up from there. And if the interest rate's a little higher than you like right now, the market will shift at some point. Interest rates will drop. They drop, they go up, they go down. It's a natural occurrence in the economy and with money. So what you have to be patient is, is that if you can afford to move into a home and it's the right move for you financially, emotionally, socially, every instance, you say, yes, that checks that box, I should do it, then do it. If the interest rate's a little higher than you like, or you would rather have a lower interest rate, see if the home you're buying maybe has an assumable loan. Maybe the mortgage on their home is 4%, but it's assumable. Maybe you won't have to pay any fees for that. There's always things you can do to try to lower your risk of a high interest rate loan, such as talk to your broker agent, have them tell you about the opportunities for that. (coughs) Excuse me. Now, 
That being said, but if you can tolerate a higher interest rate, especially if you're buying a new home that's new construction because they have a lot of discounts and they have buy-downs on the mortgage rate. I saw one today for DR Horton in our area down here that was 4.99%. That's a far cry from the seven and a half, seven and three quarters percent I'm seeing on loans. Even with that, if interest rates are still too high for you, but you can tolerate it in a year or two or three, you may find yourself in a better position to get a much lower interest rate and you can refinance those loan obligations you have and be able to have a more manageable monthly payment and be able to have more go toward the principal and less to the interest. Well, that's basically it. I wanted to talk about building equity, building financial stability, net worth. Owning a home is a great way to do that. Do your due diligence. Do everything you're. I've talked about for months about getting all your ducks in a row with your credit, your finance, your savings, your money, your job, all those things. And then if it's right for you to buy a home, then start the process. Get a great realtor agent. Get all of your professionals in line, whether it's inspectors, the mortgage company, your realtor agent can help you with all those resources and then start doing the work. Because remember, this is a job that is not only being done by the realtor agent and all the other professionals that have your back. It's your job to be able to go and get the answers because ultimately the only person who's going to truly look out for your best interest is going to be you. I mean, everybody else is trying and they are doing their best, but I think it's incumbent on buyers and sellers to get their own answers, ask questions, be engaged. You don't have to become an expert, but you can at least... When you hear something that doesn't make sense, get an answer to clarify it. If you need ever to have answers about real estate in general and or down in this area of Alabama, give me a call, 251-599-6375. And remember, take a look at our website, valpointrealestate.com and search baldwincountyal.com. I hope everybody is having a great holiday season. I love the cold weather. Some of you I know you don't, but I do. That's just my thing. I love it chilly in the morning, and I, I don't mind a little rain. It just gets me in the whole holiday spirit. I hope you're all having a blessed holiday. I hope everyone knows how much I appreciate you all listening to my podcast and giving me feedback. Again, if you ever need someone to speak at one of your events, give me a call. And again, I thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I'm looking forward to getting another great one to you with the decoding real estate in Ballin County. And I wish you well and have a great week. Bye-bye.